Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. We're here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, I want to welcome you into the show. You know, in the mornings, we usually do more motivational and inspirational, and I think today will be a great addition to that already fantastic um, mindset that we've been developing over the last couple weeks. And I really want to discuss an idea that's, it might be something that you're not going to accept initially. It might be something that's different than how you're currently thinking. And if that's true, then that's good. Because that means you're going to learn something new today. My friends, I was saying that I heard once from a man that I respect. And it was that money makes for a great servant, but a bad master. It was Lord Bacon who said that. And now, I want to examine that statement real quick. When you hear that, what comes to your mind? I'll repeat it for you in case you missed it. Money makes for a great servant, but a bad master. When you, What thoughts come to your mind when I say a statement like that? Confusion? Comfort? What comes to your mind? Maybe you already knew that to be true. But you see, so many people, so many people, they think that they need to trade their time for money. They think that in order to earn money, you need to pedestalize it, and then you need to almost serve it for it to reward you. But that is not correct. That is inherently a horrible idea. Horrible. Disgusting. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Why do I say that? Because there, every everyone who is rich reaches a certain reality. And that reality is this. Your money must make you money because if your money is not making you money and you are working for your money it's trading your time for money you are losing out on potential gains there are those who pay interest and then then and then there are those who collect interest which do you want to be which of the two would you choose because you can't have both you will be one and most people, dare I say like 85 to 90% of people, pay interest. They don't earn it. That is why I believe that Lord Bacon was correct. That money makes for a great servant, but a bad master. If you are listening to the show today, and you are treating your time for money, whether it's a minimum wage job, whether you're getting paid handsomely, you still must... Now, let me explain it to you like this. I feel like I'm explaining it the same way all over again. Let me explain it to you like this. Let's pretend that you are a farmer and you are reaping the great crop that you have sown. Now, in the book, The Richest Man of Babylon, the author discusses this idea of paying yourself first. He talks about the richest man in Babylon. Everyone wanted to know his secret. Everyone wanted to know what made him so successful. How did he make so much money? And how is it he was never wanting for more? Well, if you're a farmer and you want to, and you had a, the greatest bumper crop you've ever had, 
You wouldn't sell off all of the crop, would you? No, of course you wouldn't. You would save some of it so that you could replant it again, so that you could hopefully replicate what it is you just did. That is what is talked about in the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, when he talks about paying yourself 10% of everything that you earn. Now, that 10% is not meant for you to go and party. It's not meant for you to do something with it, like buy a nice car or whatever. No, 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 no. That will come in time. But what you must do is once you pay yourself first, those are the little acorns that you keep aside. And you must sow those acorns so that they can sprout even more trees. Before you know it, you have an entire orchard. Or, let's go back to the farmer example. The more fields that you sow, the more crop you shall reap. That is money serving you. Not you serving money. You serving money would be you being the field worker in that, on that farm. Not you being the farmer who's sowing his own seed, is allowing the wind to help you, and is allowing yourself to be paid first so that you can use that crop to plant another field, another orchard, another potential yield while letting the seeds fall where they may. Now, it may not always work out for you. What you need to understand is this. When you make money your servant, you must be willing to direct it because masters tell their servants where to go, what to do, who to talk to, and everything else. They don't let the servant dictate what they do. So if you don't have a plan for what you would do with the money if it was given to you, if you don't have any avenues, any investments, nothing to do with the money, then it's no wonder you don't have money. That's the same as trying to run a stream through a dam. It will not work. You must create a free, free flow. And once you do, once all of the obstacles have been removed and you have taken control, you will see your funds increase and you will see your life change because you have become the master. This is not a partnership. Money will treat you the way you treat your money. If you treat your money as in you want to get rid of it as fast as possible and spend and spend and spend and spend, then it's no wonder you don't have money. You're telling it to go away. You're telling it that you don't value it and you don't know what it brings to the table and what it could do to change your life. So it's no wonder you don't have money. Now, my friends, this might sound a little woo-woo to you. This might sound a little out there, spiritual even, might throw you off, but that's good. It provokes thought in you. And that's exactly what I like. I want you to become better. I want you to have everything. Everything you've ever wanted. But if you are to have everything you've ever wanted. You must first be the person. Who is worthy of everything that you ever had. Let me ask you something. Let's say hypothetically. I don't know who you are right now. I don't know where you are in your life. You could be anywhere from already really successful to barely even at, you barely even left the starting line. Let's pretend like right now, but in this moment, you've got everything you ever wanted. Cars, uh, money, women, 
or whether if, if you're a woman, you, you got the dream that you've always wanted, success, respect, man, woman, whatever it is that you want, you've got it. It's in your hands. It is in your possession. What now? What do you do next? You just, do you just ravel in what you've already achieved or is there more? See, that's the thing that I don't I think people really think about. I already know what I'm going to do next after I've achieved what I'm already looking to achieve because I planned it out. I know exactly what I want to do and I know what will happen next. So many people don't plan for what they will do after they've won because frankly, they don't think they're going to win. So they don't make a plan for what comes next after that. Being rich is their entire plan. Being rich is not my plan. It is a means to an end for me to achieve my true goals in my life. That is why paying myself is no consequence. That's why you will never find me lacking in ambition. My ambition is not merely to possess money. My ambition is to be heard and known as one of the greatest minds of our time, as a personal development and self-improvement guru, someone who helps other people, someone who continues to write books, someone who may even potentially run for political office at some point. I don't know. I have so many different plans for what I could do, but I'm not letting that paralyze me. And I sure as, I sure as hell, I'm not going to sit back and just do nothing and fantasize. I'm a fantasy author, not just a fantasy thinker. My friend's money is a tool. Just as there are garden tools to help you build a garden, money is one of your tools to help you build the garden, the shrine that people will remember you by. Will your shrine be well kept, well decorated, and well ordained? Or will it be a dilapidated, old crumbling shrine that's too obscure that historians are not even sure what it was meant for? And you will fade into the nothingness, the dustbin of history. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I don't think so. But are you willing to sacrifice? Maybe give, out, give up going out every weekend. Maybe give up on dating for now. What are you willing to sacrifice to get what you want? Because you can, you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Because just like if you're just like when you were a kid, you want to take a cookie out of the cookie jar. If you try to take out ten cookies, you wouldn't be able to get your hand out of the jar. The jar might even fall off your hand and break. That is what your life might happen to your life if you're too greedy. That's why there's a difference between ambition and greed. One propels you forward. One gets you hemmed up. My friends, I hope this message came through to you and helped you realize that whether you make a lot of money or a little bit of money, money is meant to be your servant, not your master. Whether you have well, 10 servants, 100 servants, 1,000 servants, or even one servant, make it work for you on your terms and your, you will see your household grow. Well, let it dictate you and your 
house, which could have been a great house known throughout all the land, would be reduced to nothing but a dilapidated structure that no one will ever remember. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. Have a great day. Peace.